welcome to Cosmic CEO. I'm your host, Kinsey Madsen, and in this podcast, we're going to talk about everything from marketing to branding to mindset. I am so glad you found your way here. Now, let's get into some juicy content. Hi, guys. First of all, I want to give a disclaimer before I get into things on this podcast. It is 11 p.m. I have shit to say. And also, I am laying down into bed, (laughs) so if you hear anything in the background like my bathtub draining or the vent that is right above my bed that I have shut closed or the wind blowing in my room, just know you're getting like a peek behind the magic (laughs) instead of just my typical like sitting in my car type chat. Um, A weird, fun, maybe disturbing fact about me is in the winter, so my house has like a loft type situation. It doesn't really. I have like 20 foot ceilings in my living room area and then the staircase is like open so it's kind of giving loft even though none of the bedrooms are like open air. I don't know how to describe what I'm trying to say. But anyways, because of that, and I think this is a typical thing with most two-story homes, but it's even worse if you have like open area from the main floor because the heat, does the heat rise? I guess that happens. I always get confused when I'm trying to talk this out because I'm like, is that true? Because it's really cold the higher you get up in the sky. But I think that's something else. I think that has nothing to do with anything, so I need to not think about that. All I can tell you is in the winter, the second floor of my house gets so hot. It's actually hot all the time. That's like my only beef that I have with my house. I literally love every single other aspect, but I hate that it feels like it's always kind of hot upstairs, and I am such the type of person that I like it to be ice cold. Um... So anyways, I've tried lots of different things. I had like a bed air conditioner for a while. This is the content that you didn't really realize you were signing up for, but you're getting it, okay? I have to explain this before I get into what I want to talk about. So I used to have a bed air conditioner. It was like this sheet that you put on underneath and it would like literally pump cold water like through this sheet and you couldn't really fill the sheet underneath of you and I actually really liked it and I recommended it to a ton of people and then I felt like it just like stopped working as good and then I found out there was like a leak in it and I didn't know and It was like leaking all over my mattress and I didn't know you were like supposed to clean it. (laughs) This is just too much information, okay? So anyways, I threw the bed air conditioner away (laughs) because it grossed me out. But the really good news is, so yes, in the winter it gets super hot, but I close the vents in my room, the heat vents, and then because it's really cold outside, I just pop open the window and I sleep with the window open. And I guess to a lot of people that's disturbing. <laughs> my assistants are always disturbed by it. Quite frankly, they get pissed off when they come in my room because it's so cold. But to me, it's like the best possible situation. And I have this duvet that is like, it's like made for, it's like super fluffy and made for really cold temperatures. And so I'm just so cozy. Yes, like my face is cold, but I feel so cozy. But in the way that I'm like, sleep well because it's not I'm never hot like I'm always like a teensy bit cold so anyways if you hear the wind that's what's happening (laughs) it's just my my window open as I'm podcasting I also always am thinking about like the fact that my window is open I'm like what do my neighbors hear at night they're hearing me podcasting maybe at 11 p.m 
Um, but that's just, I guess, what you sign up for when you live in a townhome. But hi, I've, I've missed talking out loud, I guess. I actually haven't missed it. That's the interesting thing is I've been going through, I don't know what to call it. I've, I've really been re-examining a lot of things in my business in a way that I'm just kind of taking a step back and saying, do I still like doing this? Do I still like doing this? Is this still like, is this part what I still want to do in my business? Is this part still fulfill me? Do I feel like I'm seeing results in this part? Just like kind of the stuff that you do at the end of the year, right? Like re-examining and whatever. And because I've been working with clients in this different way where I'm doing a lot more one-on-one work, a lot more design work, shockingly, like I'm just doing new things that I always said I would never do again. Like I need to stop saying that I'll never do something again because then I don't know if it's myself who does this or if it's the universe or whatever. But it's like as soon as I say I'm never going to do something again, literally it always happens. So anyways, because I've been doing a ton of one-on-one work, I've kind of been like stepping back from courses. I'm working on redoing a lot of courses, reshaping the way that the the material is delivered, adding in some one-on-one experiences to courses, adding in like in-person experiences. I just feel like I'm really asking myself, I'm giving myself the space to really create what I want to create. But as I've been doing that, I've really been thinking just about like, I don't even know how I want to say it. Like just think probably actually as I'm saying this out loud, I've been overthinking what I say online is <laughs> what's been happening. Um, and I feel like it stopped happening for a second because anytime I'm using threads, it's so fun and I'm so inspired. Also, I'm just going to apologize. Normally when I'm sitting in my car, my phone is like sitting in one place and you can't hear me moving around. But um, because I'm laying in bed, you're going to hear moving it around also I hope I'm not like subconsciously or uh not the subconsciously unintentionally talking in like a sexy voice I remember one episode and don't you dare go and try to find it okay honestly don't you dare go listen to anything before maybe episode like 75 I was going back through something oh somebody asked me to if like I had any tips on social media or something and I was like no but I actually recorded this episode a while ago that has some really good tips it was like years in the future that I was sending them this episode so I had this thought of like oh should I go back and listen to this episode and I listened and I was horrified I mean everything that I said was like true like it was still stuff I believe still stuff that I would teach to this day but it was one of those episodes well first of all I used to just like I think I used to not be as comfortable talking I mean even if you go back to my old IGTVs it's just like humiliating like I just I was so focused on looking cute and sounding cute that I just didn't even sound like myself so this episode I was like laying in bed and I was like saying I got in bed and realized I wanted to record this episode but I didn't say it like that I said it like hey guys I just got in bed and then I had this thought it's like I was talking in a sexy voice and I'm still so embarrassed about it so I hope that's not happening even though I'm laying down the truth is this is actually usually how I talk to my one-on-one clients is in bed that's why I switch zoom calls to um phone calls is because I actually feel like I am more available to chat if I'm laying in bed, 
because I'm not as distracted and I'm just comfier and cozier. So I don't know. It works for some reason. I don't know if I can explain it. But that being said, I hope I'm not like using a sexy voice because that's just embarrassing. Future me will be embarrassed. But what was happening is, first of all, I drank a Diet Coke at 11 p.m. (laughs) Just every once in a while. Like, it'll be, like, super late at night, and if I've had, like, a long day, which I haven't really had a long day today. Like, I kind of just, like, skipped out on work and went and saw a movie, and, like, it hasn't been a long day. So maybe I was just, like, I don't know what I was doing tonight. But sometimes if I have a long day, I'll be like, okay, girl, you know what? You can have a Diet Coke really late tonight. Like, you deserve it. And then it'll be, like, 3 a.m., and I'm up, and I can't sleep, and I'm like, who did I think I was rewarding by giving myself this Diet Coke late at night? So that's kind of what happened tonight is, first of all, I had a Diet Coke as I was taking a bath, which is truly just one of the best experiences you could ever have. But this late at night may be a little bit of an interesting choice. And then I re-downloaded threads because I go through, I've been going through periods of time where I've been deleting threads and then re-downloading it. And I, I honestly don't feel like it's happening in like a toxic way. Like I actually think it's in a way that I'm just like really trying to remember that Instagram is like my baby. Instagram is what makes me money. Instagram is where my main community is. And so prioritizing showing up there. But then it's like every few days... I re-download threads for like a week to get myself re-inspired, to get my like creative juices flowing, to talk with people, to see what's going on, and then like delete it if I feel like it's taking all my time. So I re-downloaded threads and was just browsing and posting all the thoughts that probably nobody needs to hear, but it feels really good to say them out loud and get them out of my head. So I was going through threads and there was a couple of threads that I wanted to talk about. Well, really there was only one and this, this one thread inspired what I wanted to pop on here and chat about. But then there was another thread that I was just like, I don't know, maybe I am, maybe it's too late and it's not as funny as I thought it was. It's just interesting. So I'm going to start first with like the very not serious thread. I hope, I think I can pull out of this and keep recording. Yes. Okay. So this podcast is taking a turn. You didn't really realize I was going to be giving my thoughts and reacting to threads on here. So I follow this account. It's called decolonizing.love. And I really like this account. They talk a lot about polyamory and the way that monogamy, I don't know. They just talk about a a lot of things that really interest me and they posted something that I was like that is so true like I was like a little bit mind blown by this and warning explicit warning I'm gonna say some swear words or some words about sex if you're listening with kids in the car so the thread says question for native English speakers have you ever considered how your language has such violent references related to sex English isn't my native language, so I find some of the ways you discuss sex rather unsettling. And then it has all these words. So fuck, bang, smash, rail, pound, hit it, screw. And I was like, that is so true. Like, literally so true. There's way more violent references to sex than there is, like, sweet references to sex or even just, like, neutral I feel like the only thing that we have that's neutral is like sex, (laughs) have sex, and then like make love is sweet, but like everything else that you would say is like so intense. So anyways, I was like, true facts. I was like reading the replies and I have to read this reply from this person because it just made me like, 
I don't know. I think it is so, it's just so interesting how the internet is and how like everyone has an opinion that they think is right. And I sometimes think it's just funny. And so I don't know. I thought what this person responded was funny and like so off and so not even what this person was talking about, what the original poster was talking about. So this person responded. We also have caress, cuddle, embrace, make love, whoopee, consummate, nookie, coupling, becoming intimate. The world isn't always as dark as we choose to see it, and slang used in conversation isn't indicative of a sexual, sexually violent culture. I'm sure Vikings and blah, 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 whatever. <laughs> I'm going to cut off the end of this because it just got boring. But I know this is a serious topic, and like, again, I'm not taking away from what the original poster was talking about. I think that's true. I was just like shocked to see this comment like I'm sorry when was the last time that you said do you want to come over and caress me like do you want to come over I don't even know how you use whoopee or nookie in a sentence and is nookie referring to sex like I just I still I am laughing about this and also like just so uncomfortable thinking about somebody telling me using any of these words except like maybe make love and like obviously like come over and cuddle but that's not referring directly to sex anyways so that was something that I saw later that I was like I feel like I have to talk about this with someone I have a really hard time on threads sometimes because oh man I have so many opinions I think we all do that's like being human but I have so many, maybe being a human online on the internet, being chronically online, you're bound to have an infinite amount of opinions. Um, but I also really try not to just like be a bitch online for no reason. Like I'm telling you this person, like I wanted to respond to them so bad that I actually like started typing something and I was like, girl, just chill out. But like, I'm sorry, what worlds are you living in where people are calling it caress whoopee nookie coupling like i'm sorry what i i can't i i just can't so anyways that was the first thing i wanted to talk about that is completely unrelated to business but there actually is something that i want to talk about so let me pull up this other one um okay so this person consciously liza underscore posted this post and no hate to to this original poster obviously i just had a lot of thoughts i wanted to share about this so she said a marketing coach posted an uh, instagram post today announcing that she is divorcing her husband of 17 years she received the most engagement she has seen on any post in months comments galore guess what it was a lie. She posted it to prove that these apps push negativity slash drama. I see it on my own feed. Any feel-good content of me and my family connecting, traveling, visiting fun places equals crickets. Why don't the quote-unquote, it's not the algorithm, it's your content people ever mention this? And here's the thing. I know I've probably said it's not the algorithm, it's your content, but that's just because I like to be sassy. Like, I think that phrase alone, like, it actually induces a lot of shame and probably isn't the most helpful way to, like, give people advice. So I understand what this poster is saying. And also I want to say, what an iconic thing for this market. I don't know who the marketing coach is who posted this, but 
I'm sorry, that's just like kind of like a bold move and I'm obsessed with it. Like I'm obsessed with that move. And I actually think that that move shows how creative you can get with Instagram. So the truth is with this, what I think about this is people do love drama, but it's not necessarily about bad drama. It's just about drama and variety, Your job as a content creator or as a business, as somebody showing up on social media is to keep your audience engaged and interested. If we were watching a TV show and the exact same plot happened time and time again, we would get bored. The ratings would go down. I like to think of it as like, you know, when there's like a either like a friends to lovers trope or there's like an enemies to lovers trope. And once they get together, this is like toxic of me, but just being honest, once they get together, I'm always like, I'm so excited in the beginning. And then I get so bored. I mean, A Court of Thorns and Roses. I won't give any spoilers, but by now, if you haven't read it, like, what are you doing? After the main like couple got together I was literally like "Mm, I don't really know if I care about them at all anymore (laughs) and in the fifth book you're introduced to a new couple and like I was so obsessed with them until like anyways I I don't want to give any spoilers but it happens time and time again I mean I new girl I'm allowed to give new girl spoilers right when Dan and Jess finally got together it was so good and then I was just like ah I'm good (laughs) So that being said, like that, obviously you're allowed to have good things happen in your life. And I don't agree with this person at all that like people don't care about good things and that Instagram is only posting, um, only pushing the good things. I can tell you there's been times that I've been celebrating my biggest months and shared what number that was or whatever. And I got insane engagement on those posts, an insane amount of comments and shares and whatever. And so it's not that people only like negativity. It's that your type of positivity is maybe boring. (laughs) And I, again, not the best, that's not the best way for me to say this. And I'm not saying that in a shameful way, because I can also tell you that there's like, my life is actually pretty boring. (laughs) In real life, like I wake up, I lay around in sweats all morning with my dogs. I pop open a Diet Coke. I take my antidepressants. Like, my life is pretty dang boring, but I'm really good at making it look fun through the lens of Instagram. And not fun, but like crazy, unhinged, because that's the flavor that it's easy for me to bring into the online space. So I don't say this to shame you in any way. And I also want to say, I think right now everybody's feeling a little traumatized by Instagram. And this is a thing that happens every year. Quarter four, the huge companies are paying a shit ton of money using paid advertising on social platforms. So your reach is just naturally going to be a little bit smaller unless you're also paying a shit ton of money in advertising. So that's the first thing I want to say is if it's quarter four, like give yourself a little bit of slack. You're not going to probably get as many views as you typically would. Um, But that being said, also 
I want you to feel empowered and I want you to feel like you have these tools to grow your audience and to grow your business. And so I want you to start thinking of like, how can you pump up the drama into the online space? Think of your life or your business, right? You don't have to have a personal brand for this to apply. Think of your business as if it's a reality show, right? Like, It gets to be a reality show that looks how you want it to look. It doesn't have to mean that there's bad drama and that there's fighting going on and whatever, but it just means that it has excitement. It has, it has something that keeps your people hooked. Something else that it's random because I was thinking about this earlier today. Um, somebody posted, well, earlier, I don't know what brought it up, but I was thinking about the movie Cruella, and I really do love that movie, like, as cringe as it is to say that. I don't know if it's cringe to say I love that movie, it's just, I don't know, I like Disney a lot, and that feels (laughs) sometimes like, I guess that's like part of my shadow, but anyways... I loved the movie Cruella. I love Emma Stone. I loved everything about it. I saw it so many times in theaters. And what I really, it really inspired me business-wise because the way she disrupts the fashion industry, that is how you build a movement within your business, within your community, is by doing stuff that's different and that's shocking. So I saw, I was thinking about that a couple days ago, and then I saw a post today that somebody had shared about, like, what I think new trends are going to be in the coaching industry, and one of them was saying disruption. And I completely agree. I think that's going to be a trend just in the online space. Now, the problem is, is if everyone is trying to, quote unquote, disrupt the space, it feels really inauthentic and it feels really like tryhardy and it doesn't feel it doesn't have as much power or oomph to it if you're like trying to do it. It's not the trying energy. It's more like if you are... Are you doing it to actually disrupt shit or are you doing it to hopefully go viral? And I think that's the difference is if the disruption is coming from a true genuine place of like, fuck this part of the industry or fuck this or fuck that. (laughs) If it includes any sort of violent descriptions of sex (laughs) then it's good. Just kidding. But it's like if, if this thing is feels really true to you and it's something you actually care about that's going to come across so much more genuine and it's going to be more polarizing and that's what's important disruption is polarizing disrupting an industry disrupting your customer's timeline it's polarizing right and so realizing that I mean thinking even of that post that I shared about like sex in the English language That was polarizing. And that post I noticed went super viral for them and it had a ton of comments. And I saw it and I loved it. And it made me stop and think and be like, oh my God, that's so true. Versus somebody else saw it and they felt like they needed to talk about the word nookie. I don't even know if I'm pronouncing that right, honestly. (laughs) And I'm mad that I have to say that word so much on this podcast to get my point across. And in a way, he's disrupting me. That commenter is disrupting me. He got his point across, I guess. I don't really know what point. I mean, I know what point he was trying to make. That's not the point that came across in my mind, but it did create disruption. So I don't know. I think just for me, I'm going to be looking at the way that I'm showing up and saying, if I was to do this exactly how I wanted to do this, 
what would that look like? And if I just do that and I throw away all the marketing rules and I do that very loudly, right? Because I know sometimes we could be like, well, how I would want to do it is just create in this little troll cave and then throw it up in the air and Hedway comes and grabs my creation and takes it to the entire world, right? Like, okay, love that, love. But if you're going to build a career online, you have to show up online. Like, that's just the reality of it. And so if you hate showing up on social media, you have to ask yourself, do you really want to build a career online? There's other ways you can build a career. There's other ways you can build a business. But you just got to get real with yourself. Like, you you got to get over the, like, fear of being seen thing if you are going to show up in this space. And I don't mean to give you some tough love. I just want you to be successful. And we could sit here, do inner child work and look at what's scaring you and create the safety around it. And that's all beautiful and lovely and so true. But if you've been sitting there waiting to show up for years because you're hoping that one day something's just going to click into place and then you'll be able to show up. I don't know if that's going to happen. I think the moment it's going to click into place is when you make a decision. And then when the day after that, you make another decision. You keep making that decision to show up. So that being said, saying how exactly do you want to show up in this space? How do you want to show up as a leader? And then doing that loudly, that's going to disrupt this industry. No matter what industry it is, it will disrupt that industry. So... I'm excited. (laughs) I feel inspired to go shake things up. I will say I did share that post and say like people love drama, but they also love variety. So I'm back to disrupting things over on threads. Part of me, I don't know. This is like something that I go back and forth on because I never want someone to, I never want to feel like I'm causing someone shame. That's like, Or like for someone to feel like they're getting in trouble. That's my worst thing ever. I am like I always hated it. I don't know if it's like an oldest sibling thing. But like when other people would get in trouble. Like I would much rather get in trouble. Because I don't give a shit. Like I would much rather have somebody leave hate comments on my stuff. Because I don't give a shit. Like I truly don't. Um, But when I see somebody else getting in trouble. Like that's so so hard for me to watch. And so I feel like that extends to like, and not in like a like kumbaya, like I'm this amazing person. Like it just truly makes me uncomfortable. Um, I guess because I'm projecting this fact that like I don't think they can handle it. So maybe I need to just let other people get in trouble. But I never want somebody to feel like I'm like shaming them. Even if I do like not agree with what they believe in, it just feels weird to me. But at the same time, I love being like a freaking opinionated asshole on the internet it's like this part of me that I don't really let breathe anymore just because there's not really a space for it like I feel like my on Instagram like I'm not really like I don't like to leave rude comments or things like that like I'm like I'll just keep scrolling or I don't follow people like that But then on threads, because it's not just leaving a comment, because I can quote tweet and say something about it, it's like so tempting for me. It is so tempting. All I want to do is like give a a contrasting opinion to what everybody else is saying. Even sometimes if they're saying something I agree with, like I just want to be the devil's advocate. (laughs) 
<laughs> so I don't know. I feel like that's something that I need to just keep experimenting with and see how I feel because I do get really amped up when I'm like being kind of like a contrarian online but then I also feel like it kind of drains me and I don't really know what the purpose is for it you know what I mean um so anyways we'll see how long thread stays around this time this time around but I better go it's getting late and I need to manifest being able to fall asleep despite having caffeine this late I do want to tell you I have created well here's the truth about this actually so I had this training series called exponential expansion that I sold a few years ago and I've thought of opening it up a few times and it just never ended up really feeling right and I was going to open it up for Black Friday and then I had this this idea that I was like, I just want to offer this to everybody for free. I feel like we could all use, I mean, we could always use a little bit of motivation, um, but it just felt really fun to offer this and have us all go through it together. So as I'm recording this, I think it's the 13th today. There are already 13 days of trainings up. So these are daily, quick, like five to 10 minute trainings, as well as I'm uploading a few walking meditations this month. So already there's two walking meditations there's a future self walking meditation and an abundance walking meditation. And then there is 13 days of trainings up already. By the end, there will be 31 days of trainings up. So this is a huge resource. I don't know if I'm going to leave it up after this month is over. I might. I mean, I probably will. Thinking about how I am, like, I don't really delete stuff. <laughs> Just out of, like, um just out of pure laziness I think actually is what it is <laughs> pure laziness and lack of communicating to my team to take it down so it probably will stay up but it's fun to do it together and it's fun to do it daily so if you want in on that you can just go to my Instagram and click on the highlight bubble that says free advent I'm calling it an advent to 2024 so the idea behind it is we expand before we even start into the new year and this isn't in a way of like super hustly push till you get over the finish line type energy this is this is really like an embodiment practice and kind of like an embodiment exercise daily I think you should go check it out there's a lot of really good info over there there's a lot of really good quick tips everyone has been loving it not to toot my own horn but I I have felt good having people tell me how much it's helping them because again this is a program I created like two years ago yeah I think I created it in December 2021 and I had honestly forgotten really what was in it and as I've been listening to it I'm like damn this is better than I remembered and so then having the validation from other people also feels really good so anyways that is up and available for you to start consuming immediately it's up at my youtube but you can find the link again in that highlight bubble free advent also anti-school design school I'm actually rebranding it to just straight up design school live and it'll have like the anti-school university branding with it. But this time around is going to be so good. I know I've been talking about it for a while. I will not stop talking about it. And we're about to move into like the official launch. Um, but I just want to plug that and say that that is open. And I'm really excited to see who gets in this time around. This is going to be my first time redesigning this program since I launched in 2021. Yeah, 2021. Wait, is that true? 
very beginning of 2021. So first time in three years that I'm redesigning it. I'm really excited about everything that's going into that. And just even the content I have planned for Instagram over the next few weeks is going to be really, really fun. So go check my Instagram. You will find all the details of what is open and up for sale whenever you're listening to this at any time, even if it's not currently what's going on so anyways thanks for letting me ramble it was kind of fun to at least be able to pop over here and give my opinions on some threads maybe this is like a new thing that I do (laughs) I just like I'm always well I'm not always but I listen to a lot of podcasts that are less serious like business talky and they're more like just reacting to things and I love respond or I love consuming that type of content so maybe I start like compiling like 10 tweets or 10 threads that I want to talk about or something um so if you guys like this let me know go disrupt some shit go do some things that might make your audience uncomfortable um and that might make your audience do a double take because that truly is what is going to perform the best okay I love you and I will talk to you soon (laughs) 